Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're tuning into Black and White Sports on YouTube. The no-holds-barred truth on sports. The main event starts now. All right, guys, we're going to be talking about the Tennessee Titans and Deadspin here in this video. And Deadspin is now calling Ryan Tannehill a racist. Yes, you did hear that correctly, folks. They have a whole article out now on Ryan Tannehill because last season when Malik Willis was a quarterback also on the uh, Titans, black guy, Ryan Tannehill made it pretty clear that he was not there to help groom him to take his job. And I believe that's fair, guys. I believe it's fair. But the dead spin. Oh, no, it is racism because now Ryan Tannehill now being on the bench. Is now showing support. For Will Levis. Who's going to be the starter. I believe there is a difference, guys. So let's go ahead and get into this right here on dead spin. You guys can see Ryan Tannehill support. For young Titans quarterbacks, depends on if they're white. That is the name of their article here. And they actually post this on Etsy. And they're getting ratio, guys. 49 likes to 140 comments. Yes, they are playing the race card, guys. Now, let's go ahead and get into this here. It says here on Deadspin. In 2022, Ryan Tannehill wanted nothing to do. With the new guy in town, Malik Willis. He's black. In 2023, Tannehill went out of his way to make sure people know that he supports the newer guy in town, Will Levis. He's white. This stuff writes itself. Quote, I don't think it's my job to mentor Willis, Tannehill said last year. But if he learns from me along the way, that's a great thing. At the time, Tannehill was 33 and the 22 year old Willis had been taken by the Tennessee Titans in the third round with the 86 pick in the 2022 NFL draft. As you can see, Tannehill didn't like it. It was like the plot of the 1999 cult classic any given Sunday happened in real time. I'm not going to go over that, but it says here, quote, he's really been good throughout this whole process. We're keeping the relationship professional while at the same time helping me out in how he can. The now 35 year old Tannehill said about Levis last week. And it goes on. He says, I want to handle the situation with class, right? Tannehill also added last week. 
It's not a fun situation to be in, but I want to be a pro and handle it with class and still be a guy that he can look to. So not an ideal situation, but, you know, I want to try to handle it well. So he comes out and says this, but let's look at um Ryan Tannehill stats. Last season, one of the reasons why he didn't want to help his backup is because Ryan Tannehill was still somewhat decent. He was completing 65% of his passes and 7.8 yards per attempt, 13 touchdowns, six interceptions in uh, 12 games. And he had a QB rating of 94.6. And if you want to use ESPN's QBR, he had a 51, which is supposed to be like average. He wasn't horrible. This season, Ryan Tannehill is not good. It's just that simple. I mean, the guy's completing now 62% of his passes, 7.1 yards per attempt, two touchdowns, six interceptions for a 71.9 QB rating, a career low. I mean, Ryan Tannehill is not good. Last season, he was decent. There's a major, major difference here. But now, with Deadspin trying to call Ryan Tannehill a racist, so what, man, if um, if um, Malik Willis was a black guy? It didn't matter. Because this is not the first time, man, that we've had players not really support their backups. But now, Ryan Tannehill now is not a backup. So what choice does he have? He's on the bench now. The only thing he can do now is show support. It has nothing to do with race. But let's revisit um Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers. Now, of course, you guys know that um the Packers drafted Aaron Rodgers back in 2005. He sat behind Brett Favre for three years. And Brett Favre wasn't there to mentor him. He was not grooming Aaron Rodgers to take his job. I don't think he should should have to either. But this is what he said back in, uh, I believe this is uh, 2005 is when he said this quote, my contract doesn't, doesn't state I have to get him ready to play. Now, hopefully he watches me and gets something from that. There is no clause that says you groom the next guy who's going to take your job or else it doesn't work that way. And Brett Favre was right. Why in the world should Brett Favre actually groom the guy to steal his job? Aaron Rodgers sat on the bench for three years. It's not Brett Favre's job to get Aaron Rodgers ready. But if Brett Favre was on the bench, yeah, he would end up helping him, you know, because he wants the team to win. But in this case, Brett Favre felt like, hey, I'm still the best option for this team. Now, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, too, guys. And um, I remember Emmett Smith and Troy Hambrick. Emmett Smith uh, breaking the all-time uh, rushing record. And this is what happened, man. This is an ESPN article, I believe, from like 2002, I believe. And look, look at this here. It says here, Emmett Smith knew his role with the Dallas Cowboys would change after he became the NFL career uh, rushing leader. He just didn't expect it uh, to get cut so much so fast. But that's exactly what backup Troy Hambrick hoped would happen. Hambrick, who has never been shy about his desire to play, 
play more and take over for Smith, says he deserves a chance. Quote, I have always admired Emmett and his will and the things he's done over his career. Hambert said Monday, I just feel like it comes a time. It's not uh, my call to say when it's time, but I'm a guy that wants to get my career off the ground and establish myself as a household name. I'm pretty sure right now in 2023, nobody remembers Troy Hambrick. Okay. But anyway, two games after breaking Walter Payton's record, Smith had just eight carries for 22 yards in a 20 to three loss Sunday at Indianapolis. It was his lowest total since a blowout loss in the 2000 opener when he ran only seven times. The reason Smith didn't get the ball much was, was because the Cowboys wanted to get a look at Hambrick. He carried seven times, gaining 42 yards. Smith said Monday that coach Dave Campo never told him the change was going to be this drastic. Quote, they didn't make that clear to me at all. I'm very disappointed by that, Smith said Monday. They have one expectation and I have a different one. And obviously their expectation is much greater than mine. I do deserve to be communicated to in a proper manner. I think I earn uh, that much where they can communicate to me to what degree they that they uh, want to go. And, and look at this here. During training camp, Hammer said he was the best running back in the organization. <laughs> oh, man. Then he stayed relatively quiet during Smith's run to the record. And by the way, that season with Emmitt Smith, he just missed running for a thousand yards that season. And we know that Emmitt was very, very old. Because I remember in that last game, man, and I remember I was in the Navy, and the offensive line didn't block for him at all. I mean, nobody was going to run for any yards behind that Dallas offensive line. I mean, it was a disaster in that last game, and that was his final game with the Cowboys. I remember that, guys. But anyway, getting back to um to Ryan Tannehill here in Deadspin, this is just ridiculous, man. This is ridiculous that Deadspin would accuse Ryan Tannehill of racism. This has nothing to do with racism. His role now has changed because before he was actually a starter. He wanted to protect his job. He was not going to let somebody else come in and steal his job, whether that black, white, red, whatever, didn't matter. But now he's on the bench. He has no choice now. But to be a good teammate, you can't play. He's not getting to the game. So the only option is, is to help the starter. Regardless of skin color. But that's just my thoughts on this. What do you guys think of this? Black and white sports fans. Let us know what you think about all this in the comments. Make sure to subscribe to the channel. And we'll catch you next time. Thanks for watching the show. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Be sure to tune in next time on Black and White Sports.